to Totalus Rankium. This week, Caracalla. Hello and welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalus Rankium. I'm Jamie. And I'm Rob. Ranking all the emperors from Augustus to Augustus. We've done this already. We have done this already. <laughs> this is part two. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't heard the Getter episode, you've missed an episode because we're releasing two at the same time yes. or over the same weekend, depending on how much editing I get done. But before we start, we need to make the joke that all podcasters make when they record back-to-back episodes. Oh, go on. It's traditional. Oh, what is it? I've got to ask you how you've been since we last recorded. Oh, go on then. Go ask me. How have you been since we last recorded? I've been good, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Much the same as last time. Much, oh, yeah, exactly yeah. the same. Oh, that's good. That was funny. Apart from the death and the family. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that. No, that was upsetting. It was. That was a bit shocking, actually. In the 30 seconds between episodes. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Right. So, Caracalla. Yeah. Sounds Caracalla. good. Caracalla. Brother number two. The fun one. The fun one. What are you expecting from Caracalla? A violent, murderous... Well, not not in a kind of insane way, just in kind of a I'll kill you if you cross me kind of way. It's very strict and a bit ruthless. Let's find out, shall we? And a bit of a brute. Okay. He was born on the 8th of April. Ah! Yeah? Ten days away from me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> One day we will have one on one of our birthdays and we will be so excited. I'll be dead good here. Yeah. Um, yeah, 8th of April, 217. His name was Lucius Septimius Bassianus. <laughs> he wasn't known as that when he was the emperor. He'd be known to the world during his lifetime as Emperor Antoninus. Oh, really? Oh. Yes, he had Antoninus Pius and Antoninus. Oh. Yes. You'll find out why he's known as Caracalla later on. Or does it mean something? It does. Excellent. What do you think it might mean? Murderous person. <laughs> well, I can't say that word. We'll find out. Right, he was the eldest son of Severus, as yes. well we know by now. He was, as a child, according to the Historia Augusta, winsome and clever, hmm. respectful to his parents, courteous to his parents' friends, beloved by the people, popular with the Senate, and well able to further his own interests in winning affection. That's good. That's good. And that's just how he stayed. He was a nice guy all his life. He walked all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, he goes on to say that if he ever saw a condemned man put to death, he would avert his eyes. He couldn't oh. deal with the, the pain and the suffering. He was a gentle soul. That's a lie. This is the Historia Augusta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does then, in its defence, go on to say, all this, however, was in his boyhood. For when he passed beyond the age of a boy, either by his father's advice, or through natural cunning, or because he thought that he must imitate Alexander of Macedonia, as in Alexander the Great, yeah. he became more reserved and stern, and even somewhat savage in expression, and indeed so much so that many were unable to believe that he was the same person whom they had known as a boy. Mm, so he gained his savagity. Yeah. Savagity. He, he hit his teens and just went crazy. <laughs> yeah. Although, to say whether it was through his father's advice, I can't see that mm. somehow. Yeah, you know what you need? Yeah. Bassianus, come over here. Right. You know how you're getting on really well with all the family and everyone really likes it? Could you just start kicking them whenever you see them, please? <laughs> yeah, just frown behind their backs. Stick yeah. your tongue out. Start suggesting that we, like, kill all the 
immigrants yeah. or something. Yeah, just, here, have a knife. Yeah, just do something really offensive if you could, please. <laughs> I, I can't see that somehow, but you never know. Yeah. Right, Caracalla grew up travelling with his father as Severus waged his wars. He was used to the prestige that came being the emperor's son. He wasn't yeah. very old when Severus became the emperor, so he got used to it. Mm. We won't go into the fact that he hated his brother, because we've already got that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, when returning to Rome after the Parthian War, so this is when Severus went off yes. to Parthia, Caracalla convinced himself that his father's friend and Praetorian prefect Plautianus was plotting to overthrow Severus and steal his inheritance. Do you remember this from last week? Uh, vaguely. Yes. Yeah, he said he's trying to... Yeah, he got killed in prison. Ah, oh, well, I see. Wouldn't you believe it? I can't remember. We will see Caracalla's point of view this week. So, Praetorian prefect Plautianus, Caracalla hates him. One day, Severus called on Caracalla and informed him that he'd arranged a marriage. Caracalla, being a teenage boy, thought, yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is great news. Um, <laughs> until he found out that it was between him and Plautianus's daughter. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, who was called Plautilla. Plautilla. There was a rumour, and it's almost certainly not true, but she was served upon by 100 recently made eunuchs because she was so irresistible to men. Served upon? Served upon by 100 recently made eunuchs. I don't know how recent, because mm. I imagine it would be tricky to serve someone if you'd just been made a eunuch. <laughs> I have so many questions, but I'll ask them after we record it. You there, fetch me my water. Just watching them hobble across the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't work, would it? It's, it's, it's really not likely at all. As I've no. said before, eunuchs weren't common in Rome. It just wasn't really their way, no. more so in the East. Um, but the point is that Plautilla was meant to be pleasing to the eye, yeah. shall we say. However, her charms didn't work on Caracalla. Caracalla hated her, mainly Ooh. because she was the daughter of Plautianus. And he was convinced Plautianus was trying to steal the throne. Oh dear. Not that they had a throne. Yeah, didn't didn't he get... He's the one that made the coins and everything, the statues. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Caracalla thinks he's ah, uh, yes. plotting. Yeah, something I noticed whilst write, writing my um, notes this week, I keep saying throne. Was, mm. right, they didn't have a throne. Chair. Chair. They didn't even have that. They stood. Oh. No, I don't know if they did. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sat on benches and fold up chairs in the Senate. Oh. It was like bring your own picnic kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Because it easy to clear up, yeah. Yeah, so fold it away. Yeah, come on, everyone, push to the side. Look, the the guy with the brooms here. Come on, <laughs> out the way. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So Caracalla either despised Plautilla to begin with, or as soon as the marriage was arranged. Mm. So he's not happy. The wedding was huge and in full view of the public. Ooh. Senators were giving gifts of live animals. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, all the favourite senators. Here's hamster for you. You get a little puppy. You get a seal. Oh, it's you. Here's your tiger. <laughs> this is when Getter's still alive, of course. Maybe oh, he was yeah. in charge. You can have this if you can tell me what noise it makes. <laughs> uh, raw? No, it's snarl. <laughs> ah. Yeah, Jaguar's snarl. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. So anyway, imagine going to a wedding and coming back with a sheep under your arm. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Did you have a good time? Yeah, look what I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, so Santas were given lots of gifts. That must have cheered them up. Um, and the not-so-happy couple proceeded through Rome. Oh. Around Rome being shown off. Yeah. Just Caracalla snarling at everyone. Like I'm... a leopard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Caracalla refused to even eat with her after the wedding day. Wow. Would not be in the same place. He started telling anyone who would listen that he would kill her and her father the moment he was emperor. <laughs> that, that's nice. Yeah. This was about when Severus's brother died and accused the Praetorian prefect of plotting to kill the Severan family. Yeah. Now, whether this is because it's true, it's more likely that Caracalla had convinced the brother. Yeah. Yeah. Caracalla wasted no time with the plot, even if it wasn't him coming up with the idea. To begin with, he used this. He paid a centurion to go to his father and announced that Plautianus had hired him to kill all of the Severus family. Hmm. Yeah. It's a bit of a fib. Bit of a fib. Severus was finally convinced and summoned Plautianus. So Plautianus comes along, stands in front of um, Severus. Yeah. So there he is. Imagine him. He's in the hall. Severus is sitting high up somewhere, looking down on him. Yeah. And just, just down and to the right a bit, in the shadows, oh. is Caracalla standing there with a smug smile on his face. Yeah. Oh. So Plautianus then tried to convince desperately convince his old friend that he wasn't up to anything. Yeah. Very desperately, because he wasn't yeah. at that stage. All he could see out the corner of his eye, though, was Caracalla smirking. Oh. Eventually, though, they're, they're good friends, and he starts to win Severus over. Yeah, okay, oh, that's good. Yeah. So Severus starts thinking, you know, actually, this doesn't sound likely. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. So what do you think Caracalla does? Get angry. He does. He steps forward and punches Plantlanus <laughs> in the mouth. <laughs> If you've got a problem, punch it in the face. <laughs> yeah. so, no, I wouldn't do it. Look, here's the evidence. Here's some photos of me not plotting against you. Here are my tax returns. Yeah, I've got sorts. everything and then just step, step, punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Severus calls for him to stop and Caracalla does, but turns around and orders a nearby guard to kill the prefect. Now, Caracalla at this point is joint emperor. Ooh. Yeah. So he can't be disobeyed unless the senior emperor yeah. countermands that order. Ooh. Severus doesn't. Oh, really? So the guard steps forward, stabby, stabby. Oh. Yeah. Plautianus dead. All because of the scheming of Caracalla. Ooh. Caracalla then made sure his wife was banished. Yeah. Caracalla's 17 at this point. Bloody hell. Yes. <laughs> Goodness me. What a lovely boy. Should we grow up to a well, well-established yeah. young man? So, Caracalla continues his life of debauchery until his father announces the family trip to Britain where they all get <laughs> in that coach and drive off together. Yeah. Stop kicking! <laughs> Caracalla either hated leaving the pleasures of Rome or really enjoyed the military life, depending on the source. Okay. So we don't know. He hated right. it or he didn't. Maybe he hated the journey but loved the murdery bit at the end. Yes, probably. Stabby, stabby! So, if only there was a way I could do this murdering... Whilst drinking. Yes. As well. That would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Either way, he still hated his brother, whether he was having a good time or not. Yeah. Even more so now that his mother and father were starting to think about making Geta the joint emperor with him. Yeah. So he starts to resent his father as well, because his father starts saying, Yeah, I'm going to make your brother joint emperor. So he starts plotting again. Yes. Back to his little plotting room. It's the chalkboard in. With, with the chalkboard in. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know, I just don't get the feeling Caracalla would have a group of people to help him skin. No, I think he's in there on his own. Yeah, he's in there on his own, robbing out all the other things. All just the tables in the room pushed it back against the wall, just him staring at the blackboard. And you, the camera's shooting him, so you can't see what he's drawing, and he's drawing for ages and ages and yeah. ages, and it finally pans around, and it's just the word stabby stabby, where it's really <laughs> big. Yeah. And drawings of everyone he's ever met around Ooh, it. Yeah. Faces, ooh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Gibbon points out the declining health and last illness of Severus inflamed the wild ambition and black passions of Caracalla's soul. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Oh dear. So, following stories are probably false. Okay. It's good to think that they're true. But they're good. Yeah. Yeah. This is what he possibly did in Britain. He bribed some of the soldiers to support him, and then one night he runs out of his tent screaming that one of his father's favourite freedman, a man named Castor, had abused him. The plan was to start a riot, and then the outcome was to either kill his brother or, in the mess, kill his father. Oh, Yeah. So mm. he just runs out the tent screaming, oh, he's abusing me! And the soldiers that he's paid to come to his aid all yeah. rush along with swords, make a lot of noise, hoping to incite the hatred yeah. of everyone. Everyone just comes out their tent, you know, drinking wine, going, what's going on? What's going on? Including oh, Severus, yeah. who just turns up and goes, calm down, everyone. And everyone goes, uh, okay. <laughs> and they all go back to sleep. Fair enough. And there's Caracalla just looking really angry. Like stamping, ah! Ah! Back to the drawing board. Yes. <laughs> That one didn't work. Rub that one out. What can I do next? When campaigning north of the wall, Caracalla seems to have completely lost patience with his father. Severus was on horseback, so he's obviously having a good day, or this is firm proof that this isn't a real story, because obviously he was very poorly at this point. Mm. In the distance, a group of Caledonians were spotted, so everyone's eyes were on the barbarians. Yeah. Caracalla draws his sword and gallops towards his father to stab him in the back. Literally. But an observant observer, like as it. observers are usually, noticed and shouted out to Severus. And Caracalla did that kind of quick turn, all put sword back. Drop the sword. Oh, 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 I was just scratching my cheek yeah. with my sword on the horse. Yeah. And so notices Caracalla, you've sliced your cheek off. <laughs> How did that happen? So Severus turns around, stares at his son. What do you think he says? Stop being a tit. <laughs> Put it away. Grow up. <laughs> no, he says nothing. Who? Just stares at him and then carries on. Until later that night, Severus summons Caracalla to his tent. Caracalla, obviously feeling a little bit nervous, goes into his father's tent. And who is standing there but the Praetorian prefect Papinian? Papinian. Replacement, obviously, to uh, the one he has got killed. And the freedman, Castor, the guy he accused of abusing him. Severus scolded his son, not for trying to kill him, mm. but for doing it in public. Ooh. Yeah, it's like, that's ballsy. Yeah, you've got a problem with me, that's fine. Never ever show the troops that we disagree with each other. We need to rule. Mm. Yeah. There's a sword on the table between them. Oh, yes. And he says, if you really want to kill me, then do it now. <laughs> Caracalla looks at the sword, looks at his dad. Oh, should he go for it? There's a big, huge pause, and then Severus says, if you can't do it yourself, order Papinian to do it. 
You're an Augustus. He can't refuse an order. I won't countermand him. Well, you can't. Too busy bleeding. Caracalla turns and leaves the tent. Ooh. Oh, that's very that's, ballsy. That's some stones on Severus. That's some massive stones. Yeah. Boulders. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, not long after that, Severus dies anyway. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Mysterious hole to his stomach. Sword-shaped hole. Yeah. Goes back to York. Father is ill. What's wrong with him? Uh, lead poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Iron poisoning. <laughs> Metal poisoning. Too much metal in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So his sons are made the emperors, and they head back to Rome. And we talked about the journey back last episode with Geta, so I'll just skip to go getting back in Rome. So back in Rome, true to his word, he... What did he promise to do as soon as he was made emperor? Kill oh. his wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, he actually did it. Yeah, he kills his wife as he soon as he He banished her back. anyway. Yeah, he banished her, now he kills her. Okay. Well, he did promise. He's a man of his word. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Some to see that. Yeah. And he kills a green charioteer because he was a green charioteer. Oh, and he supported the blues. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing, no evidence of this, that it was his, was his brother's favourite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> what shall I do? Just looks over at Geta cheering someone on. Kill him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. He also kills Castor. Yeah, okay. Because he abused him. Yeah, apparently. And he removes Papinian from office. <laughs> We've covered Getter's death, so let's yeah. just skip this ten months and go straight to the meeting. But this time from Caracalla's point of view. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was actually Caracalla who came up with the idea of the meeting. Doesn't surprise me. Yes, he went to his mother and said, look, I realise I've made a terrible mistake. I want to make up with my brother. Can you arrange the meeting? Knowing that Julia was the only person who convinced Geta to go and arm to a meeting. So it was all planned from the start. Caracalla then arranges for the soldiers to hide behind the sofa and the plant pot. And uh, then waited till he saw his brother bleeding to death in his mother's arms. And then what's he do? Kills his mum, hurts his mum, loves his mum. <laughs> No, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything to his mum. He right. rushes off to the Praetorian camp. Ah. Yes. Because this is actually a dangerous time for him. Remember, the Praetorians actually prefer Geta. The soldiers prefer Geta. Oh, that's true. Yeah. This is actually a little bit of a dodgy time. He needs to get support quickly. Yeah. So, he rushes off to the Praetorians and tells them that assassins have killed his brother. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> I really did. Uh, and he'd only just escaped with his life himself. Less true. Slight exaggeration. Yeah. yeah. The Praetorians support him. The nearby army that are camped nearby, mm. come back with them from England, took a little bit more convincing. They claimed that they'd taken vows to serve both emperors, not just one. Ooh. Yeah. Big pause. Caracalla says, Rejoice, fellow soldiers, for I am now in a position to do you favours, and then gives them a huge load of cash. Battle gum on your side, won't it? The soldiers suddenly decide they're full support of Caracalla. <laughs> yeah. New vows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throw these ones away. Who? Get a who? Who means so? Yeah. Then, almost as, as an afterthought, Caracalla goes to the Senate. Hmm. Already, his story of we were both attacked but I escaped has changed within a very little time. It's now, yeah, I, I killed him, but I had to because he was planning to tr kill me. He was trying to kill me. It's self-defence. 
honest. See, that's a sign of a bad liar. Yeah. Like, it's a... Stick with the same story, even if everyone knows you're lying. Exactly. And he didn't do that, and he, no. he gets mocked for it, as we will see. Oh, dear. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous them already. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, the Senate had little choice to support him. He stood up to leave the Senate, and then yeah. at the door, suddenly turns round and says... Listen to an important announcement from me. That the whole world might rejoice, let all the exiles who have been condemned on whatever charge or in whatever manner be restored. Aww. Aww. This is usually done by emperors after a crazy tyrant, or those people who are exiled for no reason yeah. to come home. Oh. Severus wasn't a crazy tyrant. The people no. who had been exiled recently had been exiled for fairly good reasons. Yeah. So, according to Dio, most of those people coming back were just murderers and thieves. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't actually great. No one wanted it to happen. It yeah. was just uh, Caracalla thinking, what do people usually do to win support? Oh, they bring the exiles back. Oh, dear. So he did that. Not sure it's savvy, is he? Not really. No. His um, mother... Was not allowed to mourn for his son. Her son. Yeah. No. Caracalla made it very clear that he expected her to be thankful for getting rid of this terrible son that she had. Yeah. If he saw her crying in public, she feared that he would just kill her. Yeah. That's yeah. A, a look of sadness on Jamie's face for the yeah. listeners there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Purge time. Yay! Yay! Purge what, time! What follows is one of the worst purges in Roman history. Oh dear. Yeah, forget all those other ones. This one's, this one's a biggie. Okay. It starts fairly simply. Geta's memory was damned. That's right. He is the second emperor of three in all of Roman history to suffer damnatio memoriae. Ooh. Yeah, the first one, if you remember, was Domitian. Yes. And... Getter is the second. We'll find out the third later. Mm. Yeah. So, to begin with, scrub out all those images, which is what we saw in the last episode <laughs> at the end. Blue spoon. Yeah. <laughs> Tear down all those statues, rub out all those markings on paper, yeah. chisel out the names on bits that have his name chiseled on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Just get rid of it, basically. However, this isn't Getter's name. No. This is the name Getter. Oh. Yeah, there's a slight difference. Yeah. But an important one. Yeah. The name Getter is completely banned. And Getter at the time was a fairly common name. It's like John. If anyone died and their will left anything to anyone called Getter, the will was void. Oh. Getter was also a common name for um, actors in plays at the time, so they all had to change. Okay. Yeah, and it was also quite a popular name for slaves. So if anyone had a slave called Geta, they had to change the name. Did this get a bit killy at any point? Um, it then, it then gets a little bit killy. Okay. It does. Um, the very word itself was banned. You weren't even allowed to say Geta. Wow, that's that's just taken too far. And then the deaths start. Oh. Okay. Then it starts getting a bit killy. So, slaves, actors, musicians, soldiers, prostitutes, wrestlers, singers, gladiators, anyone who had even vaguely visited the palace within those ten months of Geta being there are executed without trial. Really? Wow. And their entire families. Oh, no. Dio estimates 20,000. 
20,000 people are killed. 20,000? Yes, just for knowing Getter, or knowing someone who knew Getter, or knowing someone who happened to be in a room in which Getter may have been in the room of. Oh. And as always with these things, you could easily just put a name on a piece of paper, send it to the Emperor and say, I know this person knew Getter, and the Emperor will kill them. So a lot of personal vengeance took place. Yeah. It was it was very deathy for a while. That's very deathy. That is. A lot of, lot of murder here. Yeah. On. Okay. At this point, a senator remarked, and this senator must have been the bravest man in the world, yeah. that, um, that Caracalla always looked angry. <laughs> I wouldn't be saying that. I really wouldn't. There he is saying, kill, kill that field of people there. I think they know Gerta. You look very angry, sir. Do you think he's like on a therapist way? He's like, you look a bit stressed. You got, I can see worry lines. <laughs> yeah. Try this cream. Yeah. Or was he just trying to commit suicide? Possibly. Maybe he'd had enough. I don't want to throw myself out the window. I saw what happened to Albert White. <laughs> Uh, I did it three, four times. Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, what can I do? Oi, Caracalla! You look ugly! <laughs> he just closes his eyes. <laughs> no. Um, no, what actually happens is Caracalla gives him a million sesterces. Caracalla took it as a compliment. Oh, he liked that. He liked it. He likes the image. Oh, yes. Dear. Yeah. Caracalla starts thinking about his public image at this point. Ah. So he goes to Papinian. Remember, yep. that's the prefect that he had just sacked. Yeah. Yeah. And says, write me a speech explaining why I had to, just had to kill Goethe. <laughs> there was no way I couldn't not kill Goethe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. What would you say? Of course, my lord. <laughs> Don't <laughs> kill me. Whatever you want. Anything. Yeah. He says, and I quote, it is easier to commit fratricide than to justify it. What's fratricide? Killing of brothers. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean... Yeah, he was beheaded. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the answer Caracalla wanted. I think your answer would have gone down better. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Okay, right. Next part of my notes, on tour. Gibbon points out that most of the tyrants that we've had in the past like to stay in Rome. Yeah. And I'll quote, But Caracalla was the common enemy of mankind. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't hate Romans, he hates everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I love Gibbon. He left the capital and he never returned to it, about a year after the murder of Goethe. So he's taken the show on the road. Oh, yeah. Lucky people of the Roman Empire. <laughs> okay. Caracalla was bored and by this point had developed an obsession with Alexander the Great. So he sets off with his army and his mother and the Praetorian guard called Macrinus. 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 Might, might want to make a note of that name. He was aware at this point that he was running out of money because he'd um, he took his father's dying wish to enrich the soldiers very seriously. Oh. He ignored the get on with your brother part, but yeah. paid the soldiers a lot, oh yes. And he was paying them far more than any other emperor so far. Wow. So he was running out of money. And giving millions of sesterces, people said he looked a bit angry. Yeah. So he decided that all men within the empire, now this is a big one, mm. should have Roman citizen status. Ah, uh, tax. Tax. Yeah. <laughs> Got it in one. Wars have been fought. Many wars have been fought over who gets Roman citizen status. Only yeah. the highest get to get it. Right. And all of a sudden, with a stroke of a chisel, <laughs> everyone's got it. Everyone. So, yeah. Wow. 
So, like you say, yeah, tax income increases hugely. If any senators disapprove of this ancient status being cheaply given away, mm. Caracalla just didn't care. Oh, <laughs> he right. did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, off he goes to Gaul to begin with. Yay. The area held little interest to him, however. Oh. So he ordered the death of the governor and went on his way. Just for fun. Just Nothing for to fun. do here. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it more interesting. Now, I don't know why he ordered that. I can find out. But oh. I like the idea of it. It's just like, this is rubbish. This seems very similar to Rome, only slightly wetter. <laughs> I want something more exciting. Kill him. Yeah. But something important happens. Oh. Very important. There was one thing he liked about Gaul, which was a local style of cloak which had a hood and went right down to the ground. It was called a caracale. Ah. Why tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that because he wore that all the time. Yes, he, he wore was one. To look a goth. He wore one from then on, and soon it became fashionable around Rome, and he got his new nickname. One that he probably never heard in his nickname in his lifetime. Oh God, no, <laughs> you just wouldn't. You wouldn't risk it, would you? But that is right. Oh. We now have the evil emperor now looking like oh, an evil emperor. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's got oh, a big cloak with a brilliant. hood. <laughs> oh, fantastic! In my head, I was thinking, "He's got a hoodie. He looks like a chav." No, no, no. I'm no, thinking emperor. full on evil emperor. Yes, that's what he is. Now you will know the full power of my reign. <laughs> Yeah, so off to Germania he goes with his new cloak swooping Fantab behind oh, him. Oh, that's amazing. Right. Oh, he needs a stick at this point as well, like hobbling a bit. He doesn't <laughs> need to, he just does it anyway. Yeah, just gets the stick. Right, he fights with the Alamanni for a while in the region. We don't really know the details, but he seems to do quite well. So he gained, at this point, the name Germanicus. He beat the Germans. Because he beat the Germans. Force lightning. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading my notes. I didn't realise what you just said. Yes, he used the force. He got rid of the Germans. So it's because my notes say he paid the alimony. I was like, what? Who's, who's he owe money to? No, he paid off the alimony. Ah, okay. Autocorrect when you're doing lots of ancient Roman names. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah, he paid off the alimony to stop the fighting. So he didn't defeat them properly. He probably just got bored and wanted to move on. Bored yeah. now. Not enough death. Can't kill them all. Pay them and move on. However, he was very impressed with the fighting ability of these northern tribes, so he purchased them. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you do. And they became his bodyguard, and he called them his lions. Hmm. Yeah. What sounds does a lion make? Please free me. Please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whimpering sound. <laughs> yeah. Got a family back at home. Yeah. So, and then he heads off to Asia Minor. Oh. When he passes the ruins of Troy, he's stopped. And I've just remembered... There was a map of this journey. Oh. Yeah. On my computer, but it will be on the website by the time yep. we are published. So have a look at the map. You'll see he stops in the ruins of Troy. He had a freedman who had recently died, and Caracalla decided to reenact the funeral that Achilles gave to his friend Petrocles. Okay. Yeah. Burning him. There were, of course, rumours that this freedman hadn't quite died oh. before Caracalla decides to do this. Oh, is this the funeral pyre thing with the coins? You know your Greek history better than I do, or Greek mythology. What, what's that? 
Okay, they they put the body on a big pyre on a wooden set on fire. Yeah. They'd, they'd put coins in the eyes to pay the boatman who take the body over the Yes, sticks. they did. Yeah. I imagine that guy just being tied down, <laughs> whimpering, <laughs> "Get the coins out of my eyes! I don't want to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to meet him yet." Yeah. Um, no, uh, the freedman was definitely dead. He wasn't burnt alive. Okay. But whether he oh. was dead before <laughs> Caracalla had the idea or not is what's the question. Caracalla, by this point, had amassed the biggest poison collection known to mankind since oh, wow. possibly Nero's. Remember, he had one. Yeah, well. with that woman. Yeah. So he had this massive poison collection, and one of his freedmen suddenly dies just for like time to have this funeral weird to reenact history. Bit weird. Yeah. Okay, uh, so they stay in the area for a while. Caracalla seemed to be suffering from something. We don't really know what. I'd like to say guilt, but it's probably not. <laughs> Definitely not. No, no. Uh, we. It's probably something physical. He seemed to be in pain for some reason. Mm, so they gout. Yeah, possibly gout. I mean, his father had it. Right. Eventually, they make it to Antioch. Yeah. And once there, Julia Domna essentially takes over the empire. Oh, the mum. Yes, because Mum's tagging along. What her feelings is towards Caracalla at this point is anyone's guess. Just just keep calm. Yeah, I mean, imagine your two sons, you've watched one of them murder the other one in front of you. It's going to be tough, isn't it? It's, yeah. Yeah, anyway, Caracalla is either resting in Antioch mm. from whatever he's suffering from, or just having fun. <laughs> Whatever, he stops trying to run the Empire. He just yeah. can't be bothered anymore. So Julia takes over. She has her own guard and received all of the correspondence. Yeah. yeah. This is why she's seen as very important. Yes. This is essentially the first time Rome is run by a woman. An empress. Yeah. Yes, an empress. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, not officially, though, so she doesn't get an episode. Poor Julia. <laughs> so, news then comes through that the King of Parthia has died. Oh. Oh. And he left two sons... But the two sons did not get on, and the Parthian Empire was close to civil war. That's weird. What, what's that noise? Oh, it's the irony trumpet again. <laughs> Caracalla doesn't see this irony. He thought it was just great, because it showed that the enemy were weak. And he was yeah. planning to invade and emulate Alexander the Great at some point. Okay. So he now decides, well, let's do it now. Let's go for it. But he does realise, he's got enough sanity to realise he can't just wander in for no reason whatsoever. He's got to mm. think of a reason to invade Parthia. So, he says, we've got to invade Parthia because the new king, Vorigates V, was holding two enemies of Rome. Two Romans that are defected to the Parthians. They probably have two people there. Yeah, they, Let's it's go. Just, it, yeah. Only two people. Yeah. Which two people? Who defected? Oh, I don't know. Jeff? He's here. <laughs> Why is he still here? Yeah, so they just... Come up with a reason. It's not a right. great reason. Caracalla was already to start his war when all of a sudden the two men were delivered to him. Oh. Volocarsis really doesn't want this war. Damn it. He hears, what's that, you want these two people? Yeah, fine. Um. <laughs> and Caracalla just goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, we actually have two people. <laughs> well, I'm making it up. Who are you? <laughs> uh, kill them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, instead, Caracalla decides to visit Alexandria. What's yeah. in Alexandria? Don't know. No? Can't you remember? Augustus went there for this reason. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah? Invade. No? No. No. Look after. No? No. Tomb. Tomb of the Tomb. Famous person. Augustus. 
No. Alexander. Yes! Alexander the Great. <laughs> that was painful, sorry. That was, that was painful, but never mind. <laughs> I was really hoping for a swift. Yes, I remember this. We can record it again if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Just splice that in. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he decides to go and visit Alexander the Great's tomb Ooh. in Alexandria. I've been there, it's quite nice. Alexandria. Port. Alexander the Great's tomb? No, Alexandria. I'd be place. very impressed if you had, because it's lost. Yeah. So if you've done that, I let, found let it. Yeah. some people know. <laughs> They'll be very impressed. No. Yeah. Oh, you've been to Alexandria, though, have yeah, you? Yeah, in Egypt. Yeah. It's port. Nice. It's quite nice. Yeah. Full of Egyptians. <laughs> yeah, would be. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. So they've got a lot of... Um, uh, near Alexandria, they've got a lot of um, like First World War and Second World War memorial places. A lot of battles were fought there. Yeah. Near there, yeah. Second World War. Napoleon went there for a bit. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Not in the Second World War. Yeah. Napoleon, Caesar, and Alexander the Great all invaded. I'd be great if they met. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. It's it's one place where all three of them have a connection. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. Nothing to do with Caracalla. But he probably wanted to. He probably saw himself as a new one that would be a... He probably wanted to be just like Napoleon. (laughs) Yeah. So, off to Alexandria, as I've said. (laughs) He goes... The visit started well. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Very much the same way as that meeting started. Well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, flowers were scattered on the street for him and everyone was cheering. Although to start with. To start with, before the scream started. <laughs> well, there was one small thing that troubled him, though. A seer predicted that he would be dead soon and Macrinus, his Praetorian prefect, would take over. That's when he told me to, to memorise. Macrinus... Probably imagine his reaction to hearing Yeah, this. oh god, no! <laughs> what? What's he saying? Make him stop! <laughs> he manages to convince Caracalla that this man was lying, pointing out that there's no way he could be the emperor because Macrinus was an equestrian. He's he a was, horse dude. Yeah. Like he, all the other past emperors. Well, no, because all the other past emperors may have started off as an equestrian, but yeah. all of them have been put into senatorial rank. I'm with you. You couldn't be an emperor whilst being a horsey person. Okay. It just wasn't. It just. It never ever happened. So Macrinus points out, well, look, I'm an equestrian. It's not going to happen. It can't. He's lying. He's just trying to make me look bad. Please don't kill me. Kill him. And Macrinus <laughs> threw him to the lions. Excellent. Yes. The lion didn't kill him, so then Macrinus just had him killed. Caracalla was put at ease, but did send a message back to Rome just to, just to see is anyone else saying this about Macrinus? No, dear. Yeah. Put a little mental bookmark there for next week. Right. <laughs> okay. So then he goes off to Alexander's tomb, and he makes a big show of leaving his personal belongings on the dead hero's coffin. Mm-hmm. Probably said to people, what's happened to his nose? Looks <laughs> yeah. a bit broken. <laughs> but then something happens. We don't know what. Oh, goodness <laughs> sake. Possibly. One, one theory is there was a performance. And in the performance, they mm. mention Getter. Oh, you don't do that. You don't do that. No. No. They even talk about Caracalla killing Getter. Oh, for goodness it's, sake. It's silly, isn't it? That's we don't know if this is true or not. It, it's it's certainly not in all the sources. Do you think the, the, the writer of the play really hated the actors? In that <laughs> Let's hope that he also hated literally everyone he knows. Oh. Yes. Because <laughs> Caracalla then orders everyone to go home. To go home? Yeah. He orders everyone goes home. All right. In the city. Curfew. Oh. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Do you get the feeling there's more? 
I got a sneaking suspicion. He then orders his troops to go house to house and kill everyone they find. Oh my goodness. The troops are allowed to keep anything they find in the houses. So they are more than happy to do this. That's... No, that's despicable. Yeah, this isn't even just get rid of this crowd. This is enter people's houses and kill families whilst they're hiding under beds. Oh. He's a bad man. He's a very bad man. He's a very bad man. I, had, I thought he was going to be a bit tough, but bloody hell. Yeah, we've not really seen this level of being a bad man. But it's not sort of insane, it's just sort of no, no. bad. <laughs> it's just very bad. Yeah. Caracalla then sends a letter to the Senate explaining that he had to kill so many people because the whole city was guilty of insolence. So there he is, in Alexandria... Screams going all around him as he's calmly writing his letter. <laughs> Dear Senate, sorry to say, killed Alexandria. <laughs> they had to die, though a bit rude. Love and kisses and death, Caracalla. <laughs> P.S. Feed Mr. Tiddles. <laughs> cat. <laughs> then kill him. <laughs> Senate read the letter and they look at each other. Who's looking after Mr. Tiddles? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 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 just imagine then the, it's night in Alexandria it's just screaming blood running in the street as described and there's Caracalla in his long floor length cloak with his hood up oh. just striding through the city he's a bad man he's a very bad man yeah oh. <laughs> right war Time to go to war. Oh. While in Alexandria, Calicella had left his old dance teacher in charge. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not making that up. Yeah, okay. It was his old dance teacher. Okay. And his old dance teacher was told, just store up, and, store up enough trouble so we can go to war with Parthia. Do something. Make Parthia angry so we can invade. Yeah. Make so, a rumor. what do you do? You should know by now. What do you do if you want to start a war with Parthia? Or what do Parthia do if they want to start a war with the Romans? Oh, you go somewhere, don't you? Syria. No. No. What's the one country that they always end up in? Armenia. Armenia. There we go. So he goes <laughs> off to Armenia. The dance teacher does. Uh, oh, I'm not going to my notes, but I do remember a musing story. This dance teacher was told by one of his followers that when he draws a sword, he still looks like a dance teacher rather than a soldier. To do a flourish. Yeah, he obviously Spins did. around. <laughs> yeah. Up in the air a little. Yeah, um, the guy who said that was killed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, dance teacher. Why teach. would you say that? I don't, know. I don't know. Just learn to keep the jokes in your head. <laughs> right. Uh, dance teacher's idea fails miserably, though, because right. they go to Armenia planning to just stir up some trouble, but the Armenians just kill them. Roman oh. army's wiped out. Parthia just look wow. and go, oh, okay. So mm. they're, they're not annoyed. Yeah, really fails. So, Caracalla returns from Alexandria back to Syria and has to think of something else. So, he writes to King Artabanus. Right. What's happened to King Volagas is the fifth, I hear you say. What well, happened to King Volagas? <laughs> and Artabanus are the two brothers that didn't get on. Oh, yes. By this point, Artabanus has won. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's like the Caracalla. Yes, so goodbye to Volagasis V. Artabanus is now there. So Caracalla writes to Artabanus and offers to marry his daughter. Okay. There you go. Peace. Alliance. Everything's going to be okay. No, no, no. No? 
He's going to try and marry then kill her as an excuse to invade, isn't he? We've got two versions of the story. Oh. I'm going to, in this section, tell by far the most likely and believable, but in Approbium Crasium, I'll tell you the better version. <laughs> Artabanus refuses. Just Ooh. thinks, no, I don't want my daughter marrying you, you're mad. <laughs> Caracalla says this is enough pretext for war. Oh, it's okay. insulting. How dare the Parthians insult him? So, into Parthia he goes, killing and pillaging having lots of fun. They find some temples where the ancestors of Parthian kings are kept mm. and just scatter their ashes to the wind. I don't do that. Just for the fun of it. Basically cause up some trouble and um, declare victory. Calls mm. himself Parthicus Maximus and then heads back. Okay. So, there you go. On the way back he invited the king of a Bophis state nearby in Mesopotamia to dine with him. And when the king arrives, he throws him in prison, declares the region a new province. Oh my goodness. Yes. There we go, so that's that area sorted. So that's a, the province of Edessa created. In 217, he decides to travel to the city of Kahe to visit the temple. It's a, a temple to the moon that's there he wants to see. Kahe. Kahe. Yeah. <laughs> On the way, he stops for a call of nature. He needed a poo. Ooh. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> As he squatted on the edge of the road, <laughs> all the soldiers turn their back, out of respect. One soldier calmly walks up to him and stabs him. What? To death. What? Dies on the spot. Caracalla? Yeah. Pan. <laughs> Dies on the squat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pan over, and there looking shocked on his horse is Macrinus. <laughs> Was he looking shocked but with a smile, a little grin? We'll find out. What's happened, Caracalla? Oh my goodness! Next week, because that was a shot out the blue. Because for him, it would have been shot but the brown. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's been some stuff going on he didn't realise yeah. about. Wow, that's yeah. I wasn't expecting that. No, it's, it's just all of a sudden just dead. There you go. And that's the first poo death we've had. That is the first first toilet related death. <laughs> well done, Caracalla. <laughs> so yeah, I, I we've already briefly mentioned it, but there you go. What what did you think of Caracalla? What a bad man. <laughs> He's a bad, bad man. Oh. Yeah. I think the theme for this show needs to be Bad to the Bone by George Surrogate. <laughs> yes. But I just love the fact that there he is wearing stereotypical bad villain clothes whilst he's well, his eyes going red or yellow as well. Probably. Right, let's write him. Fightius Maximus. Well, he liked fighting, didn't he? He did, yeah. In the end of his life, his name was the Emperor Caesus Marcus Aurelius Antonius Pius Augustus Parthicus Maximus Britannicus Maximus Germanicus Maximus Ponticus Maximus. That's a lot to go on a coin. That's a lot to go on a coin. Look at that on the card. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, so he clearly did stuff. Yeah. That's a lot of cuss names. Mm-hmm. As we know by now, that means he he beat them. Yep. And he's also Waxum Maximus is on the end mm-hmm. there as well. Technically, he did fighting in Britain. Yeah. Could argue that was more of his father, though. Yes. Because as soon as Severus died, Caracalla wrapped things up with them very quickly. And ran off, yeah. And ran off. In his defence, however, just like Commodus, the quick deal that he put into place actually stuck. It was... Uh, Good 85 or so years yeah. afterwards before Caledonians were causing up trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, Germany, he, he did some fighting there and seemed to do yeah. all right. And he, he waved his sword around a bit in Parthia. <laughs> That's uh, good. Yeah. But he's quite eager to fight as well. That's got to be positive. Well, he, he, wants, he wants to be Alexander the Great. He is obsessed yeah. with Alexander the Great. 
He wants to be known as the greatest. How did Alexander die? Alexander died of lurgy. (laughs) (laughs) It was an illness. The cooties. So, yeah, so he's done some fighting. He has. He's done his bit. Bad. Um, Well, like I said, I mean, Britain was his father. Germany, we don't know many details, so it's hard to really say. In Parthia, he didn't really have, like, bad things. He just went around and did insulting things to tombs. And he cheated in Mesopotamia as well. And this is it. He uses trickery rather than fighting. But is that bad? I mean... Well, that's an it's if part it, of it, isn't it? Yeah, if it wins, then... It's, yeah, it worked. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't know. What do you think? I'd, um, I, I'd be comfortable giving him a seven. But I wouldn't want to give him any more. Oh, I don't think I'd go that high. Really? No. So I think he's so eager to fight and he did do it. Yeah, yeah I, I might give him... Uh, I suppose he did manage to defeat that big... Horde of innocent civilians in Alexandria. That's true. Yeah. Obviously, um, I'm more thinking five. He's done some solid fighting, but there's nothing that's really exciting me. That's right. Yeah. So five, five, and seven. That's twelve. That's twelve for Phytius Maximus. Next round. Probium Crazium. Probium Crazium. I feel there'd be a little bit more for this. (laughs) A little bit more for this. But like you say, he doesn't come across as crazy as such. He's just. You don't want to cross him. Right. He would toy with the Senate. So Dio. Remember, Dio's around at this time. Yeah. As for Antoninus himself. Remember, that's Caracal's yeah. name. He would send us word that he was going to hold court or transact some other public business directly after dawn. But he would keep us waiting until noon and often until evening and would not even admit us into the vestibule. So that we had to stand around outside somewhere. And usually at some late hour, he decided that he would not even exchange greetings with us that day. Oh. That's just just rude, isn't it? Yeah, it's rude. Yeah, poor Dio. Oh. Standing there with Julianus's two friends. Mm. I was still knocking around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this uh, is so in. boring. This is so boring. Oh, tell the story again. Go on, tell Dio. Tie Dio. Yeah. Right, with his friend, yeah. right? Yeah, get, guess who told Julianus he should be the emperor? Well, you didn't. We did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Red, so, do you want a cocktail? <laughs> right, okay. Let's go back to that purge, shall we? Oh, yes, the stabby purgey thing. Yeah. An example of one death in the purge. We already know the purge is bad. Twenty thousand deaths is bad. Yes. But this, this, the personal details really make you realise what a bad man Caracalla is. At one point, Caracalla sends soldiers to kill his cousin. Okay. His cousin obviously is Geta's cousin. He's got to die. No. Yeah. Oh. So the cousin, realising the soldiers were there to kill him, jumped out of a window. Now. As Albert the White realised, when jumping out of a window, all that happens is that you break your legs. Oh. So he breaks his legs. He then crawls to his wife. The soldiers reach him at that point and stab him to death. Oh. This happened 20,000 times. Oh. Yeah, purgy. Oh. Not good. Yeah. During the purge, he ordered the death of his and Geta's tutor. His tutor, obviously, was Geta's tutor. He yeah. had to die. So, realising the public mood was turning a bit sour at this point. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, Caracalla orders, ordered the soldiers seize him as if he'd just committed treason. See, this is clever, isn't it? And he needed to see the Emperor. Don't kill them in the street. Just drag him to me. Yeah. That will be fine. Yeah, then kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the public were not fooled. <laughs> 
buying it. You wouldn't be. <laughs> anyway, whatsoever. That's still mean, Caracalla. Yeah. Um, and when they saw this old man being dragged through the streets, they start to grow riotous. Ooh. Yeah. Caracalla, seeing the mood of the people, demanded the soldiers release him and cried, Insult not my father! Strike not my tutor! Mm-hmm. So what's he do then? Kills the people. Kills the soldiers. Oh, what? How dare they lay their hand on the tutor. That's mixed messages there. Yeah. That's no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. One senator. Not just any old senator. This is the son of Pertinax, who miraculously is still alive. Okay. Made a joke. Oh, you don't make jokes. (laughs) Don't make jokes. No. Keep them in your head. St. Caracalla should give himself the name Getacus. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> you don't do that. Oh, you really don't. He was executed. Of course he was. <laughs> yes. He deserved to be. That was, that was a pretty good call there. Yeah. He's so stupid. Not all executions were due to Getter. Some men were killed because they were caught urinating a little bit too close to the statue of Caracalla. Yeah. Sir, there's a public toilet there. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's within 30 miles of my statue. How dare they? He um, attempted to bury alive three Vestal Virgins. Oh, with the pole thing, if you... Uh... He then buried alive three Vestal Virgins. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It was going to be four, but one killed themselves before being apprehended. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the rumour at the time is that they'd refused the advances of Caracalla. Oh, you don't do that either, do you? Yeah, one is reported to have cried on the way to being buried. Caesar doesn't need to be told I'm still a virgin. Ooh. Not good. Right, when he was on tour, Caracalla on tour, uh, do you think they had t-shirts? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big red or pink or orange ones with Caracalla. Yeah, what goes on tour stays on tour. <laughs> yeah. Because no one's moving the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh... <laughs> I'm going. I might be back. <laughs> Yeah. So when he was on tour, he demanded that cities build theatres and baths for him, but then he'd just skip the town, leaving them bankrupt. Oh. Yeah, so spend months building this thing. The emperor's on his way, the emperor's... Oh, he's gone. Great. Well, that was fun. Right. Yeah. Just like his adopted uncle, remember, he's now Commodus's adopted yes. niece. Niece? No. Nephew. Yeah. <laughs> Different one. Um, he liked to fight wild animals in the arena. Oh, really? Yeah. He killed a hundred bears in one day, apparently. That needs to be a feisty, surely. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I gave him seven. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm still happy with five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he also um, loved riding chariots as well. He rode for the blue team. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm guessing the blue team won that day. <laughs> yeah. He was obsessed, like I've said, with Alexander the Great. He organised part of his army like Alexander did, calling it Alexander's Phalanx. Ooh, which could be misheard. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Uh, this was made up solely of Macedonians. Okay. And they fought and organised in the way that Alexander the Great organised his army, despite so real the fact... got beaten. Well, yeah, this is completely obsolete by this point, because yeah. times have moved on. They had pincer movements and everything now. Yeah, choppers, tanks, tanks <laughs> all sorts. Thermonuclear devices. Yeah, so, uh, but he, he did that. One day, sitting in judgment of a man who happened to be called Alexander, he let the man off. That's good. Yeah. Because the man accusing him kept saying things like, the godforsaken Alexander. 
And Caracalla didn't like to hear that phrase, so uh, he just said, no, you can go, you're called Alexander, you must be a good egg. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Dio claims that he wrote to the Senate one day to claim that Alexander had risen again to rule with him and ordered statues go off with two half-faces, one half of Alexander and one half of himself. Okay, we're getting a bit comedy now. Starting to get a little bit crazy there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit weird. He did not trust men who did not ask him for favours. Favours? Yeah. (laughs) I like that. Just generally. Okay. I can quote him now. It is evident from the fact that you ask nothing of me that you do not have confidence in me. And if you do not have confidence, you are suspicious of me. And if you're suspicious, you fear me. And if you fear me, you hate me. You must die. That you must die at the end's made up. But the rest is... That's a quote from him. Yeah. See how quickly he just turns. Yeah. Okay. He'd use that as an excuse quite often just to kill people. What's that? He doesn't want anything. Kill him. There is an alternative version of what happened to the pretext of the war. This is what I mentioned earlier. Now this, if you listen to Mike Duncan's History of Rome, which I'm sure most of our listeners have, because it's amazing, um, this is the version he went for, and I was very disappointed when I found out that actually it probably didn't happen this way. Okay, Herodian. Yes. I went with Dio's account, but this is Herodian's account. So, Artabanus, that's the Parthian king, actually agreed to the wedding. So Caracalla said, I'll marry your daughter, and Artabanus says, oh, okay then. And he turns up with his daughter. And yeah. a whole bunch of guests. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? Bad things. <laughs> <laughs> many bad things. <laughs> so many bad things. I'll, I'll quote. A huge mob of barbarians gathered, as in the Parthians, right. and stood about casually wherever they happened to be, eager to see the bridegroom and expecting nothing out of the ordinary. Then the signal was given, and Caracalla orders his army to attack and massacre the spectators. Astounded by this onslaught, the barbarians turned and fled, wounded and bleeding. Artabanus himself snatched up and placed on a horse by some of his personal bodyguards, barely escaped with a few companions. The rest of the Parthians, lacking their indispensable horses, were cut down, for they sent the horses out to graze and were standing about. They were unable to escape by running either, their long loose robes hanging to their feet tripped them up full on red wedding from Game of Thrones (laughs) this is what it was just invite them for a wedding and kill them all this almost certainly didn't happen you just ruined something for me in Game of Thrones how have you not seen that yet I'm in series 2 oh it doesn't happen for one there's about 10 weddings in Game of Thrones so you won't know which one it is the red one no one calls it that Just read for all the blood. <laughs> yeah, okay. I cannot believe you've not watched that yet. Anyway, spoilers for listeners. <laughs> right. He had a pet lion called Rapier. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Obviously a translation there from Rapier. It could be sword or, yeah. or pointy thing. <laughs> Mr. Stabby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's his name. <laughs> Mr. Stabby. He's got a bowl. <laughs> Mr. Stabby with another Stabby. Yeah. Mr. Stabby, come and greet the guest. <laughs> yeah, he just, this lion just hung around with him. Had a pet lion. Often used to like hang around his tent and stuff. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like chained up or anything. It would just roam around. It was his pet. And yet his death wasn't. He was savaged to death by Mr. Stabby. Yeah. 
Yeah, who would have thought it? Right. One day, Julia, worried about the finances of the empire, said to her son, this is probably in Antioch when she was in charge, Yeah. said to her son, there is no longer any source of revenue, just or unjust, left to us. And he replied, showing his sword, be of good cheer, mother, for as long as we have this, we will not run short of money. And ruthless. She, and she probably said, yes, but that's what's costing the most money. Bloody <laughs> yeah. swords. You're spending a fortune. <laughs> Look at these bills. Right, he's he's often reported of having visions of his father and his brother. Ooh. There is actually a sense, although I joked earlier, in some of the sources that he is racked with guilt over killing his um, brother. Really? And feels like he had a part in his father's death as well. But he did. Probably. Yeah. Well, he didn't really. But, yeah. I will quote. For he was sick not only in body, but in mind as well, suffering from certain distressing visions, and often he thought he was being pursued by his father and by his brother, armed with swords. <laughs> Therefore he called up the spirits to find some remedy against them, among the others the spirit of his father and that of Commodus. But not one of them spoke a word to him, except Commodus. He probably just went, Hooray! You're doing yeah. a brilliant job! Keep going, my son! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As for Severus, they say that Geta accompanied him, although unsummoned. Yet not even Commodus said anything to help him, but quite the, on the contrary, so that he terrified him all the more, for this is what he said, Draw nearer judgment, which gods demand of thee for Severus. Oh, what a bit creepy. A bit Lady Macbeth there, isn't it? Uh, I think you should say that. I didn't say it. Look in my notes. Oh, he often reports on visions of like Shades of Macbeth. Shades yeah. of Macbeth, yeah, it's exactly yeah. what it reminded me of. It's like washing his hands constantly. Is this a dagger I see before me? No, that's Mr. Stabby. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a lion I see before me? <laughs> yeah. Can't believe I'm going to pet a lion, that's amazing. <laughs> it is good, isn't it? Right, good saying. He marched with the soldiers and ate what they ate. He was very much into that whole idea of being in the military. Yeah. Um, he even carried the standards for a while. So he took his turns really? pulling his weight. Yeah. Um, mm. It wasn't this idea of him just living a life of luxury and ordering people about. He really did get involved with the soldiers. He was very aware of what people thought of him. He wasn't living in a world where he thought everyone thought he was great. No. No, he knew everyone hated him and he just didn't care. Oh, he liked, maybe he liked that. Oh, oh he liked it. Because that's, you know, cause yeah. he tried to get the guy to write the speech and all sorts, and he yeah. liked so that I look angry. Yay. Yeah, exactly. So he, he's clearly not insane. No. He's just a bad man. <laughs> Very bad man. Okay. But, I, I, but from all the things he does, I'm going to have to score him pretty Oh, yeah, he's, it's not well. necessarily on the crazy, but the opprobrium, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hideous in parts, isn't it? It's In some ways, it's worse than yeah, it's less insane, things. but it, it's the most brutal. It's calculated. And yeah. Okay, what, what are you going for? I'm thinking seven to eight, to be honest. Oh, that's lower than I'm thinking. I'm okay. thinking nine. You're thinking nine. Because it's not just outright crazy. No, no. In my head, got... it's very, just do it, kill them. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm going to go with eight. Eight. Okay, that gives him a total of 17. That's quite crazy. Okay, next round, Successus Ultimus. Successus Ultimus! Right, let's, let's start with the Caracalian Baths. Baths? Baths. Okay, yeah. This is a massive complex that's still there today, you can go and see it. It's yeah. the finest example of baths it, that we've got. Alright. Yeah, 
it, it's a pleasure facility, basically. It was ordered by Severus, but most of it was built under Gavin Keller's reign. So we can we can attribute it to him. Yeah. yeah. It took approximately 13,000 Scottish prisoners to build. <laughs> just, just the image of all these Scottish prisoners. I need a wee bit of food. <laughs> yeah, they, they wouldn't be Sean Connery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. harsh lad, Glaswegian. Yeah. A bit of scotch, get me through. <laughs> yeah. That's over here. That's the best scotch accent I've ever done, and I, I'm really bad. And it was really bad. It's yeah. the best I've done. Uh, ever. I, I'm impressed. We didn't get a single person telling us off this week for our bad accents. Maybe no. we, we need to do more bad accents, clearly. My mother did slap me in the face. Has <laughs> that got anything to do with this episode or what we're no. talking about? Is this no. just you? Just for being just... a bad son. Right, okay. We did get one person saying that they loved your American accent, though. Really? Oh, did you not see that coming? No, no. Yeah. I'm guessing it was referring to the, the goddamn part. Goddamn! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, uh, which really made me laugh a lot when I was at the <laughs> Right, anyway, so you've got all these Scottish people building the baths. 21 million bricks, they estimate. Wow, that's a lot of bricks. That's a lot of bricks. It comprised of the bathhouses, and then there was a park around it as well. The main building had four floors, hmm. was home to a cold swimming pool, a tepid swimming pool, steam rooms, and um, a hot bath that you could go into, and an Olympic-sized open-air pool outside. Oh, wow. 1,600 people could comfortably be swimming at the same time in this place. I could imagine that now. Yeah, it's huge. Gosh. It's huge. There is... In real life right now, a half-drawn map of the place that I'm in the middle of drawing. Um, but by the time you listen to this, it should be on our website. So go and have a look. Yeah. Um, it had what we would call a locker room. They didn't lock things away. Obviously, it was more of a storage room. Yeah. But um, there's this idea that... In s- so you knew where you kept your stuff. They didn't use numbers. They used different images of erotic art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where, where did I leave it? Um, I left it... I'd rather not say. <laughs> it looked painful, would you say that? <laughs> Certainly not anything I've tried. And they shouldn't be going in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't know this. Um, it's too eroded. But this idea comes from Pompeii. So it happened in Pompeii. Oh, yeah. So maybe it happened in the, these baths. Or maybe Pompeii was just seen yeah. as a decadent place. Well, uh, yeah, um, yeah. There was, there was lots of... Yeah, Pompeii was full of phallus. Full of phallus. <laughs> full of phallus. Can move the phallus. Yeah. Um, so maybe this place was as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also a theory that two libraries were there, one Greek and one Latin, which I've mentioned before. Some people point out that it's a swimming pool. Why would you keep your books there? But well, your scrolls. But mm. um, most people seem to think they were libraries. Maybe they laminated them. Maybe they did. That would help for now, wouldn't it? Why didn't they laminate them? Yeah. Preserve those texts so well. Yeah, rather than you know, leaving them paper to rot away. Yeah, next to the swimming pool. <laughs> Fools. Seneca. I've not mentioned him for a while. No, sorry, can I just ask, where, where, were the, where were these baths? These baths were in Rome. Oh, they were Rome. Yeah, so when you get to Rome, you, yeah. you can't miss it. All right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's big. It's yeah. there. I'll put, it, I'll put it on the map of Rome that we've got on our website. I'll update it. Seneca. Yeah. It's been a while since I've mentioned Seneca. Mm. I will, li- I, I honestly will. You're not allowed to use your notes. I will give you ten pounds if you can tell me who he is. 
Remember the name. <laughs> There's no way you're getting this. Nero. What about Nero? Oh! Oh! It's the one he married, that, um... The one who had his balls cut off. No! I'm so relieved. Oh. <laughs> I thought I'd lost £10. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant. It was Nero's tutor. Oh! But well, don't forget Damn. Nero. So that was... I was I, I was that guess. a blind shot in a the dark? Blind shot in the dark, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't point in the middle. I, I just went pale. <laughs> yes, I saw. What? <laughs> he remembers things. He He's listens. learning. <laughs> Get. Anyway. <laughs> so, Seneca had some lodgings over a public bath. Now, this is obviously way before these baths were built, but this is a famous description of yeah, the baths. Yeah. And bear in mind, this would be less grand right. than the Caracalan baths. Just imagine, this has been quoting. Okay. Just imagine, <laughs> just in case, I'll put my quoting voice back on. Just imagine all those voices which make you begin to hate your own ears when those muscle men work out by swinging around lead weights in their hands and exert themselves, or pretend to. You can hear them groaning. Whenever they exhale the air they have been holding in, you can hear it escape with squeaking, squealing sounds. Whenever you see a passive type who is content with a cheap massage, you can hear from the sound of the hand striking the shoulder if the hand was flat or cocked. A ball player running to announce the score is the straw that broke the camel's back. Then picture a troublemaker or a pickpocket being arrested and the man who likes to hear himself sing in the bath. And to that you can add those who plop down in the water with a loud splash. In addition to these people whose noises were at least natural, you have to imagine the shaver who is continually shouting in his piercing voice in order to attract the attention of passers-by. He never closes his mouth, except when he's pulling out armpit hairs and lets someone else shriek in his place. Then there are the alcohol vendors in their varied cries, the sausage sellers, the pastry bakers, and the barman, each one praising his services in every possible way. Sounds like a very busy marketing place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and it good. was surrounded by shops and yeah. places to sell things. So you had this massive structure with these um, swimming pools in, and surrounding it was a park, and on the edge of the park were all the mm. shops. It's like a social and, hub, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. It just sounds so modern, that description, yeah, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah. it does. It, it really brings the place to life. So, bringing it back to Caracalla, mm. lots of Scottish people built it whilst he was somewhere else. I, yeah, if you get the feeling like... Um... He literally had nothing to do. It just happened to be built in his time. Like I say, I don't know how much credit we can give that to Caracalla, but it was during his time, and it's named after him. Yeah. Right, other good things. He gave citizenship to all of the Roman Empire. Yeah. In a very... Not a very nice way, though, because I want to take money off you. Yeah, well, there is debate. There was a lot of debate in academia, which is certainly not what we're doing. <laughs> um, was it all about the tax? Because let me read the actual declaration. Some bits are missing. The Emperor Caesar Marcus Aurelius Severus Antonius Augustus declares. <laughs> Went for his short name there. <laughs> his nickname. Yeah. His friends call him. <laughs> yeah. I may show my gratitude to the immortal gods for preserving me in such. That is a reference to the fact that Geta didn't kill him. Yeah. So he's still lying right. about it. Yeah. Therefore, I consider that in this way I can render proper services to their majesty. So he's thanking the gods for the fact that Geta didn't kill him. Accordingly, I grant Roman citizenship to all aliens throughout the world. Aliens? Yeah. 
That's fantastic. That is fantastic. <laughs> More Star Wars theme. <laughs> yeah. Translation thing, you, you could say subjects there, but yeah, yeah. basically non-citizens. Except, sorry, I've missed three words out, except the detici. <laughs> no one knows what that word means. It's like a mini tribe or something? No, we think... Well, I say no one knows what it means. We're not 100% certain. The thinking is that it means something along the lines of people who surrendered to Rome. So it okay. might be tribes that have recently given up or right. something like that. But they're not worthy enough. Yeah. They're still not worthy enough. I'd like to think that's Latin for just, like, George or something. <laughs> <laughs> just one person he hates. <laughs> Everyone can have citizenship. Apart from Jeff, your ideas are stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But notice that first bit was all about thanking the gods. So maybe mm-hmm. this was just a way to get the propaganda going that Geta had uh, tried to kill him. Yes. Maybe it was a genuine religious thing. No. No, it's about the money, no, wasn't yeah. it? Right, okay. <laughs> Bad. For success as Ultimus. Dio. Antoninus devastated the world. <laughs> Sorry. Antoninus devastated the whole land and the whole sea and left nothing anywhere unharmed. Well, that sums him up, doesn't it? <laughs> like a wrecking ball. Right, something I've not really talked about, but this is a huge thing. He set the army up to expect greater and greater things. And this, in part, leads to the crisis of the 3rd century. Ooh. Augustus paid the soldiers 225 denarii a year. Yeah. That stays the same for ages until Domitian. Do you remember Domitian raised it slightly? Yeah. Hoping to get people on his side. He raised it up to 300. Quite a pay bump. Severus, if you remember, mm. loved paying the army. Yeah. Went all the way up to 500. Oh. And then merely a decade later... Caracalla goes up to 800. We've got a huge pay spike all of a sudden. Massive. Now, the soldiers, to begin with, go, this is brilliant. We're rich. Mm. And then they start going, well, where's where's more money? We want more money. Getting greedy. The next emperor, who knows what it's going to be, the next emperor's going to have to deal with that because no one can afford to pay the army that much money. Whoops. Yeah, so that's not good. So that's about all I've got, really. How successful was he? Not really. He, he didn't built do a bath. much. Well, he didn't. A bath was a built bath when was he was built. around. Um, and he put into practice things that would eventually cause a 50-year crisis. We don't know that yet, so that's not important. Okay, no, you that's a fair enough point. You don't know that, but it's not a good idea paying the army. Even short term, it's not a good idea paying mm. the army that much. Because you can, they'll be starting to think at this point. Yeah. More. I don't know, uh, yeah. It's not very successful. Um, no, not at all. Uh, but he did build a bath. keep the Caledonians in check. Yes. Mm, That's fighty. Yeah, it's fighty. He did... Oh, he didn't do much, did he? One. I'd, I can't think of it. Other than the bath. He gets one for the bath for me. I can't think of... I'm going to give, give one for the bath. And I'm going to give... Two, for the fact that he didn't run the Empire into the ground. The Empire does actually keep going. Yeah, it's, but it gets Monday, though. They're it's, really not, it's not like Commodus, no. who drives it into a cliff or off a cliff. No. It just keeps going. It's not great. So that is a total of three, because I've given two, you've given one. Mm. That is three. Okay. Image of What do you think he looks like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my head, I'm getting more of the Hannibal Lecter now. Almost, you know, back to Caligula, sort of like he look. He's more creepy, quiet. 
rather than ferocious. I think it's very much over. He wants to build that image. Okay. I have no good description of him, amazingly. Okay. No one described him. Um, so I'm just going to show you the image. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Oh, you, you, you draw it. Go on. Oh, you draw okay. it. Okay. Um, we really should put your drawings up on the site as well. I not really. I'm going without a beard, though, this time. Without a beard? So I'm getting a frowny a little bit. It's sort of, you know, sort of... Yeah, okay. Very pointy chin. Yeah, shouldn't be that pointy. Bit of a side parting. Okay. He's an army guy as well. So he's, he's an army probably, guy. Probably a bit bigger than that. Okay. You ready to see? Not too creepy. Yeah. Oh, good God almighty. <laughs> That's horrific. <laughs> oh, God, it looks like an ogre. Well, why is it horrific? Oh, my God. The frown. Oh, the he stare. looks very angry, doesn't he? Oh, my... I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Look I'm, at his face. Imagine him walking down the street with his hood up and his cloak trailing behind him as people are screaming. Oh, my God. As, it, as Alexandria burns. He's terrifying. He is. The, the top two are the same... We've got three images this week. The top two are the same bust taken from different angles. See, that's far scary. That one's terrifying. He's got his yeah. nose chipped off. It looks awful. Well, the the top one's oh the one God. I always think of. But when I was digging into it, I found the bottom one. We put all three of these on our website. Um, he's more stubbly there rather than the beard. So he's got yeah. short hair. Bit of a tash. He's got a short beard, almost stubbly. Almost and... Nero-ish. Yeah, and he's just frowning and staring oh, as so if he fret. hates the world. That's genuinely scary. Yeah, it's a scary... Ten. Yeah. He looks perfect, doesn't he? He suits it down to the ground more than any emperor I can think of. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give him ten um, as well. That is twenty. full marks for Image Ophacious. Oh, that's going to keep me up at night. I hope you realise that. <laughs> Which is our first full marks in this round. He is now our highest scorer yeah. for Image Ophacious. He gets a whole five points just for looking like the angry man he is. Oh, Oh, right, okay. Tempo completed. Wow, sorry, I've just noticed the score so far. Right, how long do you think <laughs> it lasted? Um, Six years? That's Five, uncanny, six. that is. Did you see that? No. No, you couldn't have done it, it's on another page. I'm all right. Are you doing extra research, Jamie? You know I don't do research, Bob. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, six years, dead on. Oh, really? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. He ruled from February... 211 to December 217. So that's essentially six years. Oh, that's quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I say it's essentially six years. It's six and a bit years, isn't it? Yeah. That's well, almost seven years. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Because right at seven. Start of 11 to the end of 17. Mm. Yeah, that's closer to seven. Should we round it to seven? Yeah, let's round it to seven. So that's Damn it, seven years. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only did that just to make you wrong. <laughs> So if we put it six the... years, one month, let's round it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So that is zero point eight eight for tempo completo, which gives him a final score of thirty-seven point eight eight. Wow. That's not a bad score. That That's is fairly good. high. Let's have a quick look where that puts him in the rankings. He is. He's eighth at the moment. He is just behind his father, Severus. Ooh, he wouldn't like that, would he? No, he wouldn't like that. But he that. massively beats Getter. Yeah. <laughs> Getter's all the way down there. Um, he's just, just beaten Claudius. Oh. Yeah. So there we go. It's well, not you, bad. But the question is, it's on everyone's lips. You know what the question is. I know what the question is. What's the question? Uh, would you like him to beer? <laughs> The question is... Do they have a certain... Genesis? 
What do you think? I want yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's getting it. Well, I feel like he should get it, personally. He's terrifying. Yeah. He looks terrifying. He did terrifying things. <laughs> but in a very clever, rational, sane way. He is definitely the scariest emperor so far, isn't he? In a way, yeah. And we've talked about this, you've got to excel in something. It's not necessarily around, but he excels in being evil. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the crazy ones are just um, unpredictable sometimes. Yeah. Flick between moods. You know, with him, you don't mention his brother. <laughs> you just don't do it. In any way. And the idiots that did, died. Yeah. You don't fight with him. If you're a king of somewhere, you're invited to lunch. You don't go there to meet him. <laughs> no. Could so you he's... imagine turning up at that wedding and there's oh, Caragalla just stood there, silhouetted with the moon behind him Ooh. in his flowing cape. Hood up. Hood up. Just see an eyes glowing. You just see that dark frown in the shadow. <laughs> Genuinely scary. Oh, yes, he's and he's got, he's got Mr. Stabby at the side. <laughs> <laughs> Growling or snarling wherever a lion does. <laughs> That's a, it was a, a leopard that snarled, wasn't it? Oh, it's a lion, just <laughs> sarcastically. <laughs> right, yeah, no, you're right, he does. He's, he's got to get... It's, it's about time. We've had four in a row with no Genesisar, so it's about time we have It's a longest drought period, isn't it? It is. We finally got one. Well done, Caracalla, you <sighs> scary, scary bad man. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely owned that. Well done. Yeah. Okay, oh. so that's, that's it for this week. Yeah, who do you think is going to be next week? That miraculously... Macrinus. Macrinus, him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's Macrinus. But we're going to how and why. Good. We're going to the details. Okay. All that's left for us to do is say our thank yous to the Rex Factor, as always. Ali from the Rex Factor actually got in touch halfway through recording and has said, Salve podcaster files. (laughs) Apologise for mixing my Greek and Latin there. Keep up the good work listening. Well done, audience. And he has said to us, you guys keep in production, keep churning them out. And he also wants to know, because he's an Edward I mega fan, which emperor is most like the mighty man? Ooh. Yeah. That's tricky. I've just done a bit about Edward I in my class, actually. Oh, have you? Yeah, he, um, you know the throne, you know when people get coronated? Yeah. On a little wooden chair, he had that made. And it's got the stone of scone indeed that they stole from Scotland. Yeah, Edward the First isn't well received by the Scots. No, I can imagine it's known why. as the Hammer of we the still, Scots. We still have it. <laughs> no, we gave it back. Oh, did we? Yeah, Tony Blair gave that, it back. Oh, that's good. Well done, Tony. Yeah, so really recently. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Long enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, he, he went... Ugh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I certainly haven't pre- prepared for this. He went off to do some crusading to get some experience. Yes. Then he came back... Then he um, was horrible to the Welsh for a while, yeah. and uh, just completely took over Wales, built some amazing castles. Then he went up to Scotland and was horrible to the Scots for a while, and then he died. And his dying mm. wish was that he, his, oh, I can't quite remember, something to do with his bones. Mm. He wanted them to be buried in Scotland, or he wanted something to be done with them, so it wouldn't be completed until Scotland were destroyed. He hated the Scots. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, which emperor's most like that? They someone that just hated a lot of people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he was impressive in this way, though. He built lots of good stuff. Yes, the chair. 
I must admit, I, I don't quite understand Ali's obsession with the man. But, uh, well, you can ask him. Well, just listen to the Rex Factor. He talks about him quite <laughs> yeah. a bit. Um, I'm, I don't know, maybe Titus. Do you remember how mean he was to, to people in Jerusalem? Yeah, oh, yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. But all round, not a bad egg, generally. No. Yeah, or Severus went up to Scotland and was a bit mean to them. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe Severus. Uh... It, actually, you know, Edward looks a little like you. Since the hair length and beard. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't know. Listeners, write in. Tell us which emperor has um, mm. reminded you most of Edward the First. And send the message to the Rex Factor on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, tell them. Joint message. Right. Okay. Don't forget to um, follow us on Facebook on the Roman Emperor's has Rankium page. We like to put things up on there. We're on Twitter as well. We're uploading currently to YouTube. Our podcast is all audio, but it's there if you want to share that as well. If you're interested, downloads from Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher all on there as well yeah and uh, and leave reviews yeah leave reviews send messages makes us smile it's all good it does when I wake up and there's a message I can finally dry the tears (laughs) face another day yeah yeah goodbye goodbye Great party! Oh, hi! Hi, yeah, no, it is, uh, I'm having fun. Oh, it's a great time, no wine. Where, where have you come from? Oh, I'm next door, next door, it's really boring. Yeah. So, I like your new pets. Oh, no, it's a mi- Mr. Mr. Stabby, I've called him. It's a good name. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a, he's a good, good lad. Oh, he's really nice, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love the way he's savaging that slave over there. Yeah, no, that slave is useless. Yeah, no. Yeah. We've got all your friends here. Let's go walk them over there. Oh, there's your friend Alexander. Yes, yes, he's he's a good friend. I heard he got recently promoted. Yes, yes, I promote all my Alexanders. Oh, I wish my name was Alexander. <laughs> Is it? No, it's Jeff. Oh, right, well, oh, I'm not promoting you then. No, sorry. Hold on a second, I'm just going to get a drink. What? Um, get a... Uh... Oh dear. Kill him. Caracalla. Caracula. <laughs> I'll drink your blood. <laughs> I want to slit your throat <laughs> and kill your family. If he was in disguise, he would be Alakarak. 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 Dr. Alakarak. Yeah, sorry, anyway. It's fine. Say it, say it. <laughs> Caracalla!